Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Good morning. Happy Thursday, May 6, 2021. It's 6.07 in the morning. How you, how you doing, Christine? Uh, I was hoping for a happy Friday. No, you were feeling that today? Mm, yeah. You, you look like you're dragging a little bit. Is it because you partied two nights ago? No, but I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it catches <laughs> up really with tired. you. Definitely catches up with you. Out of all three of us today... I guarantee you the gentleman that is refreshed is Steve. He's back. Hi. Hi. I am refreshed. How are you? Rested, ready uh, to party over here? I'm ready to go. Woo-woo. Uh, yeah, Steve Throw is some a... of that energy to me. Yeah. <laughs> Mama needs some love. Maybe we'll hear about that in Christineology. We have that in about an hour and ten minutes. That's as we dive into the brain of the woman that is Christine. Yes. Yes. And uh, Steve, the uh, Mother's Day contest kicked on uh, yesterday about one o'clock in the afternoon. The photos have all been taken. They're all posted up there. Uh, over 70 different photos to choose from to see who it, uh, looks the most mother-daughter look-alike contest that we have going on. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to check out the pictures yet. I'll have to do that this morning. They are awesome. Log on to Mix957GR.com, or you can do it via the app. And vote for these people so somebody can win that free airtime and, of course, a giant shovel. Who doesn't want the shovel? <laughs> yeah. A Christine-sized shovel. It yeah. really is. If you would like a Christine-sized shovel, you can uh, definitely win that as well. I have a feeling, I found a few more of them, and I have a feeling maybe next week we're going to just start giving stuff away. We'll see how it plays out, though. Question for you. I was thinking about you last night. Mother's Day is on Sunday. Yeah. I know that you're going to drive all the way home and spend time with your mom and stuff, but yeah. do you get yourself something for Mother's Day if you are a single pet mom? And if you don't, do you think it's weird if somebody does that? No, I don't think it's weird at all. Okay, but would you do it? Yes, of course I would. I mean, I went shopping shopping for myself the other day. So, so, I mean, have you ever in your brain just instinctively, you probably will now, justified it and went, well, it is Mother's Day on Sunday. So I deserve to buy this $500 pair of tennis shoes or whatever you want. I mean, yeah, I'm keeping the cat alive, aren't I? <laughs> That's the only stipulation. I mean, wow. <laughs> it's surviving. I mean, I, guess I mean she got so much love yesterday too. Like we were playing together and I hugged her and I kissed her and I told her how cute she was. Yeah. So I mean that qualifies as motherly, right? So should somebody get a gift if they do that? Yeah, feel free. Okay, because I uh, feel like then you should buy me a gift because I do that with you every single day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he even gives you tummy rubs. I know, or <laughs> ocular massages. I mean, I feel like that's kind of the drill. Uh, Steve, you It's you're... not Father's Day, though. No, that's true. So you're going to give me something for Father's Day? Is that the gig? Because you don't play with me and rub my belly. No. <laughs> which is rude. I feel like if, anybody, if I'm going to buy anybody a gift that... 
plays with me and rubs my belly, it'd be Steve. That's what I thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Steve, how you doing? Mother's Day is this weekend. I know you have family in town and everything. It's been uh, kind of a, a fun week for you, I'm sure, or not, maybe. But uh, Mother's Day this weekend, you guys going to do anything special? Uh, we'll probably do the same thing, because Brittany's birthday was on Monday, too. So yeah. over the weekend, we... Uh, we did the bonfire and barbecue because that's Brittany's favorite thing to do. So that's bonner what... bonfire. Yeah, bonner oh, bonfire. Nice. So that's, that's probably what we'll do on uh, this weekend too. <laughs> that's his last name. The double B's is Brittany's initials now, which uh-huh. I think is awesome. Triple B's actually. It's Brittany Brienne. <laughs> BBB. Oh. Wow. Okay. Triple B's. Good old triple B. Is that a bra size? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it seems like a really confused A. Yeah. It's a, Doesn't or it? C. Or like an odd C. <laughs> So I just looked at uh, Christine, Steve, mm-hmm. and I said, you ready to get a giant ego rush? She's like, why? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to do me a favor right now, and you can message via the app and interact with us all the ways. Have you ever met? Have you ever? No. That, that's, <laughs> have you ever met a uh, celebrity and it wasn't what you wanted it to be? You know what I mean? Like, it just wasn't the experience. Like, years and years and years ago, I'm trying to remember, uh, are you familiar with uh, Darius Rucker? Yeah, uh, lead singer of Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Tam! Yeah, (laughs) years and years and years ago, I met uh, Darius Rucker and uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. Connie of Connie and Fish. Connie passed earlier this year from cancer. We met Hootie and the Blowfish, like, at the beginning of their career, right? So, let me tell you about this... uh, Gentlemen, I met Hootie and the Blowfish. I'm going to meet Darius Rucker. Let me try and remember the uh, time that I met him. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, it's just he was a boosh. He was maybe you know he's having a bad day. I don't know. I hear he's in country now, and I hear he's incredible, and a lot of people love him. But specifically, if I was to tell you about that one. <laughs> That I met uh, Darius Rucker, I, I would say I wasn't a fan. Wasn't a fan at all. Have you guys ever had that experience? Yes. Okay, who's, who is it with you? Mike Posner. Oh, really? he sings uh, he, the uh, sunglass song? Yep, yeah. yep. Cooler Than Me. Yep, that's, that's what it is. That's what you're thinking yep. of, where I took a pill in Ibiza. Yep. He, I don't know if he was, like, on drugs or what, but, like, I was trying to interview him. And it was just so awkward. His answers were weird. And I didn't oh, even yeah. I didn't even like air the interview because I was just like, he didn't give me much to work with. Like You just weren't a fan. No. I mean, it just it was weird. It was awkward. And I've met some great celebrities and yeah. ones who play along with you, but he was just on another planet, man. And we, with our job, it's almost like you're a, a waiter or a waitress at a restaurant in California. You do get to meet people a little bit easier. Steve? Uh, I, not me personally, but I've heard a ton of bad stories, including one of my friends about Kid Rock. Kid Rock was loaded when I met him, so I don't know how. But he, I mean, he was a gentleman. He was all right. But you could tell he was like, you know. Yeah. He's, he's babushi, though, you've heard? Yeah, I had one uh, person who was, like, one of his uh, assistants for a while, like, would run errands for him and stuff, oh. and she was not, not oh. a fan. Oh, really? Yeah. Again, we're uh, just talking about uh, if you met somebody that, you know, one, met someone, celebrity, and whatever it was, you know, that time, you met someone? No? Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> He's having too much yeah. fun with that. Because there, I've heard about John Mayer before. I've heard that he's a little bit unique, and yeah. uh, 
there's uh, this fan that met John, John Mayer a long time ago, and she talked about it on social media. And uh, the John Mayer actually did something for her that was pretty cool. She was so excited when he did it. Just insane. Oh, my God. He's that. Oh, my God. Just made my year. I had the best birthday weekend ever with everyone. And then this is just, oh, I'm walking on air. This is just great. Yeah. So what did he do? You want to know what he did? He gave, is, he gave her a signed guitar. He, he called her voicemail. No remember how the comment, Steve, how I said ego. You mm-hmm. ready? Yeah. yeah. He called her voicemail and did this. Christine, <laughs> even though it may appear I was me, I was probably on my way to a thing. Well, anyway, weren't those? the days happy birthday happy birthday chromatic challenge there you go (laughs) how cool is he if you got a good story share it with us you can message the show via the app it's a free download today's text question of the day the text question of the day you can message via the app it's a free download you can Text, email, you know the drill, right? So what is the best piece of advice that your mother ever gave you? Mother's Day is on Sunday. We want to try and remind you of that, obviously. What is that best piece of advice, that sweet, sweet advice that good old mommy gave you? Steve, you're back in the studio. You go first today. Yeah, mine's uh, pretty easy, too. It's uh, recent. She just said to me, Steve, she's three. And that's when I was getting really frustrated with Charlotte not oh, following Charlotte. directions, okay. doing a bunch of other random yeah. stuff. Oh, and you were talking about Brittany. <laughs> like, that's kind of weird. And my mom just is like, she's a toddler. She's three. This is what toddlers do. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, man. Okay, yeah, you're right. You she's only three. You can't expect too much out of her. Right? <laughs> you, you know, dude, let me guess. You called her and you're like, I ruined the kid. I ruined my baby. <laughs> well, it was just one of the days. I think we were at the park, me and Charlotte, and I was on the phone with my mom, mm-hmm. too. And I was just complaining about how she wasn't following directions. Actions, wasn't doing this, wasn't doing that. And after my long spiel, she's like, Steve, she's three. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, though, I love that. Steve, she's three. Okay, Christine, what is the best piece of advice that your mother ever gave you? Uh, simple. Be good to people and enjoy life. Aw. Aw. I like it. Good to people and enjoy life? Yes. Huh. When are you going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> when I don't have to see your face every day. <laughs> see? So see? soon then, right? Yeah. <laughs> have you been talking to management? <laughs> Steve, I'm kidding. Steve clearly has been, knows more than we do. <laughs> know, Remember, right? Steve is the cockroach of this building, Christine. He is, because out of sight, out of mind, fish. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, if this building imploded, as far as everybody in it that works here, Steve would be like, huh. <laughs> He'd still be in his booth. Yeah. <laughs> like, weird. Don't show up. Everybody's today. gone again. And they'd be like, Steve, you got this. He just, okay. He just never goes anywhere. <sighs> Best piece of advice that your mother ever gave you. Man, Mother's Day is this weekend. If your mother is still with us, uh, thank God for that. And uh, hopefully you have a relationship where you can send a little bit of love her way. Mine uh, passed away years ago. Uh, it, being funny was one of them. You know, good to people, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's a good one as well. Uh, there's a rhyme about it. 
dummy and a tummy, but oh, we won't get that into that. Alicia let slip, slip out that one day she came to visit. <laughs> yeah, that was dating advice, and it was epically awesome. I mean, I think that's some pretty solid advice. It's terrible advice because you could still have a worst-case scenario in that you advice. You can, but... You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I think medically, Steve, don't you think that's a little bit? Yeah, it's a little risky. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, it's worked out for fish. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or something else isn't working for fish. <laughs> My God, I don't know. I like to dust that thing off. Okay, anyway, uh, best advice my mother ever gave me. I'll just go with this one because I th- always thought it was cute and she was British. Mm-hmm. Something when you're younger and you're learning about your. Uh, Body. Yeah. Yeah. So my mother, England, you know, of course, she has a little bit of an accent, didn't she? You know, chip, chip, cheerio, fruit loops and all that. Yeah, she. Fish, when using the restroom, be a sweetie and wipe the seat. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, excuse me, what do, you, what do you mean, Mom? Well, what I'm trying to say to you, love, is, you know, if you get a little bit of the yellow on there, wipe it off. You know, huh. it's gross. I well, think you should give that advice to some people in this building. Oh, yeah. dude, don't even get me started. <laughs> it's like, gross. Were you washing your hands near the toilet? Yeah. Or are you? Or is that something else? Like, There's water everywhere. It's like they're doing dishes at yeah. a restaurant. Right. It's <laughs> disgusting. Today's text question of the day is for all the mothers out there. Kind of make you think about, maybe give you some good advice, by the way. What is the best piece of advice your mother has given you? Yeah, we, uh, Christine's was like, be good to people once you leave your current job. And <laughs> <laughs> Steve's was, uh, chill out, bro. She's three. You know, come on now, man. And my mom was about cleaning the toilet seat. So <laughs> we were having a conversation. We were having a little bit of a conversation about weird celebrity stories where you met them and they were it was just a letdown. All because John Mayer actually met somebody and uh, he saw on social media that she was very upset. She had a bad experience with him. So he actually... By the way, when he called this girl's voicemail and left the message, the nice message I'm about to play, or the the song that he sang Mm -hmm. on it, this is 16 years after he snubbed her. Oh, wow. Because she was writing about it on social media, and he saw, like, oh, you know, like, so he calls her, and he... Christine. John. Nope, it's not about you. Half the reason I did this is because of the name of the girl. I was probably on my way to a thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, weren't those the days? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Chromatic challenge. Yeah. (laughs) So John Mary goes and does that and makes the experience better. Yeah. We had a ton of people message in and share bad stories of celebrities and whatnot. But I asked you to just choose a couple of them, Christine. Uh, there was a one that was a, I think one was Tone Loke, was it? Yeah, someone said that they met Tone Loke. She said he was cool, but does not like to be approached. Neither does Dave Chappelle. Someone else That's said. That's true. Uh, I, everything he's gone through, I could kind of see him being Man, that way. I mean, we had uh, Connie and I had Dave Chappelle on our show before he pop popped. Really? And he was high as a kite. <laughs> he, it was like, it was insane, the yeah. aroma. But he was super nice because he was high as a kite and he was doing a show. But he was in and out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we also got a message from someone who said they met Daughtry, uh, and he was so rude and arrogant. I messaged uh, her back. I was like, I've actually heard that about oh, him. Oh, no. Yeah. And I love Daughtry. Yeah. Really? I, I, I always think it's the worst when you hear about the celebrities who people haven't had good experiences with, and it's yeah. not just one. It's like multiple stories. So then you know it might be true. Yeah. Like when I met Hootie, he was a boosh, but maybe he was just tired because everybody that's met Darius Rucker that I know say he's incredible. So maybe he was having a bad day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, and that happens. For but sure. Also on the flip, though, you meet people, especially with what we do, where you have good experiences with mm -hmm. them. For example, I'm sure there's a celebrity you've met where it was a positive thing. I want to end this on a high note. Yeah, um, the two that really stick out to mind Just, was. Can we asked for one. Uh, yeah, I know. I, but I there's believe one. They were both said. so equally cool. Mm -hmm. I can't choose. Okay. Mm -hmm. The the bigger name would be Shaggy. There you go. Shaggy I love was Shaggy. awesome, and he was so funny, so down to earth. Uh, and the other was Chris Allen, who won American Idol some years ago. Oh, okay. So that's cool. Shaggy. See, I would have just went with Shaggy. Yeah. Okay, so the 17 that I have, Steve. Right. No, You've yeah. met more than I have. <laughs> no, that's for sure. Uh, the best story I have, a Connie and Fish story. Connie and I always loved the band. Have you guys heard of a band called Creed? Yeah. Okay. I, I think I need to hear what they sound like, Fish. So we loved, loved us some Creed. So years and years and years and years ago, we met the band Creed like just some quick autograph signing thing. We were gonna do an interview. Scott Stapp, fact, total boosh, he's not my answer. The really? Band, yeah, the band I'm talking about is actually a band called Collective Soul. Oh, okay, yeah. So, as Connie and I, we loved Creed, but as we would leave every town, we would play Collective Soul. And um, we would each get in our cars and we would sync it. Yeah. And we had the same compact disc back in the day of CDs. Boom, 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 boom. So they're in concert. She can't go or doesn't feel like going. I go. We drive from Madison to Milwaukee. This girl and I uh, go and we're dating. We're going to the bus. We're drinking beers with them, mm -hmm. having a good time. And the guitarist, his name is Dean. Stupid hot guy. Even as a guy, you go... Bro, you're hot. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's a good looking man. One of the nicest guys ever. He's like, I am bored. You keep talking about this Connie girl. Let's go meet her. Really? I'm like, dude, you're an hour away and it's like nine at night. Don't you want to? And the bus guys, the guys are like, dude, we got to go. And he's like, I'll take a plane. I'll meet you. And where are we in two days? Nebraska. Okay. I'll meet you guys in Nebraska. I'm going with them. Goes to a uh, ghost hangs out with us. I know you've heard this before, yeah. Steve. We go to a bar called Monkey Shines, great bar, and uh, we go into Monkey Shines, and uh, we drink all night long, have fun. Connie comes and meets him. We all hang out. She eventually will take off. Uh -huh. He's going to crash at my place, hooked up with one of my friends in the basement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why he went. Star. Yeah. That, <laughs> of course yeah, he yeah. did. <laughs> happily married. I saw an interview with him. Happily married 20 years now. This was less than that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was less than that. <laughs> yeah. Scandal. Yeah, scandal starts now. Great experiences are always fun as well. Hopefully you have one of those uh, positive experiences. We've got some little nugs we're going to share with you here in just a second with Mix 95.7. Good morning. I've got so many nugs I want to share with you. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Sometimes it floats through the sky and you see it in the air and you reach to grab it and you miss and then you trip. 
but there's a little bit of knowledge floating midway in the air as well, and it falls up your nasal cavity and goes directly into your brain. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully that happens for you right now, my friends. I don't want to trip, though. Yeah, don't fall on your face. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Beatles. Steve, you're a big Beatles guy. I am. Uh, the Beatles mention a walrus in three of their songs. Do you know the three? Mr. No, Beatles? I didn't know that it was in three songs. I didn't know it was the one song from Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Cup Band. Uh, I am the uh, walrus. Yeah. Yeah, it was just one. Come Together. And they mention a walrus as well. Oh, yeah. Come Together. And uh, I like that song. Who sings that? <laughs> I did right now. Okay, I'll start it. <laughs> and Glass Union. Onion, sorry, Glass Onion. Did not know that. Yeah. That is some wacky wild stuff. Yeah. Uh, the oldest hotel in the world is a hot spring hotel in Japan called Nishiyama Onsen Kanukagen. I want to go. Yeah, it was founded over 1,300 years ago in 705 AD. AD. Yes. Jim Carrey had the chance to play Captain Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean. Huh. He turned it down because it conflicted with his filming of Bruce Almighty. Which was a huge film. I yeah. loved Bruce Almighty. Not Pirates of the Caribbean. No. However, I don't think they would have been able to do as many had they chosen Jim Carrey. I agree. Whereas he, if he had been able to do it, because he would have flaked out. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp was perfect for that movie. Uh, let's see here. Most kangaroos are left-handed. And finally, there's a word to describe half a decade or five years. I don't know if you guys knew that. I did not know that till I found it on the internet today. No, I don't know that. Is it a semi-decade? No. That's weird. Well, it's a semi-circle. That makes it sounds very odd. Yeah. What do you have right now? What do do you have going? When was the last time I saw you? Good Lord, I think I've got a semi-decade. I only have a semi-decade left in me. Yeah, it just seems weird. It's called a lustrum. Lustrum. L-U-S-T-R-U-M is five years. Man, I haven't seen you in a lustrum. Right? Yeah, and they're going to say, what, dude? What the crap is that Lustrum crap? Say five years. <laughs> but if you want to sound knowledgeable, there you go. We have work to do. We have to share some trending stories with you. Let's peep what's Toad's trending. Toad's trending. Ah, this guy. This dude, man. Look, I know we all go through hard times, and I know that uh, I hate thievery. I hate stealing. I hate violence. I know I may sound like I'm just saying that, but I truly mean it. I'm total Smurf man that way. I've never really been in a real, real fight. I just don't, you know, verbally, obviously, but I just don't see the point of it. And this guy, there's a dude in Philadelphia. I finally got arrested. I hope he goes away for a while. He dresses up as an Amazon driver, and he steals pe- uh, packages off people's porches. Uh. a porch pirate. That feels like an invasion of privacy, that they're coming up and taking our stuff. I see how it's an easy target, but does it make it okay? It doesn't. Some residents say they've had packages stolen at least half a dozen times. What? Yeah. That's so crappy. Are you okay? Yeah, do you guys hear humming? No. no. Oh. Is it just in your headphones, or is it the voices in your head? I think it's something in my head. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I literally, did you see the look in my eyes? Yeah, I was like, I was like what happened? It literally, like... it was like after my clip played, I heard, that was oh really weird. Maybe got abducted by aliens overnight. Or maybe it's finally time. <laughs> maybe it's finally time. Maybe it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, with the year that I'm having, <laughs> to be honest with you. All right, you know what? Don't be a porch pirate, you boosh. Okay. With the year that I'm having, I'm just waiting. 
for aliens to <laughs> for abduct you? Sweet, sweet baby Jesus to come on down and say, <laughs> have you guys ever heard of the theory of uh, the, the Jesus's cab? No. I don't think so. This is actually a theory. Uh, so, and, and I was reading about it yesterday on the internet because I'm weird. Where you actually, like where people say, uh, oh, here he comes to take me, like we're in their hospital. Oh, oh I'm yeah. going to see, I see mm-hmm. the light. Yeah. They call that, some people call that, Jesus's cab. Oh, okay. Like Jesus is driving the cab yeah. and he takes you off into heaven. Is he you wearing know? sunglasses? No, you weirdo. I don't know if he's wearing <laughs> no, sunglasses. No, he's just driving the cab. Come on. He's just driving the cab. And I, and I swear, I literally was like, okay, all right. I'm sure Connie's in the back seat with my mother letting me sit shotgun. A nice beverage. Come on, Jesus, come get me. I literally thought something was just Just now? Like, I swear as to God. We, as we're talking on I, the air? I heard the humming and I'm like, here it comes. What would we do in that <laughs> situation, Steve? I know Sweet. You turn the mics up. I was going to say, I know I Sweet know. Sweet D would come in here and be like, the show goes on. No, no, no. <laughs> like, if I start to convulse or whatever, or if something ever happens, because I would do the exact same thing to you two. You leave the mics up, and you, you play it out. <laughs> Hamburger. You don't. You, that is okay. how I want to die. On Fat. the air? Well, I mean, maybe not here, but like, yeah, like like now, meaning now. But I, uh, yes, fact. <laughs> the way I want to go. So if you're on your deathbed, should we just bring a microphone? Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes. Management asked me uh, if if Connie. They asked me to ask her if she was comfortable with that, like to send a, a final message, and she wasn't because mm-hmm. she didn't sound like Connie yeah. towards the end before we lost her. I think you guys did. You guys talk on the phone? Uh, yeah. We. T- I, it was a while, but yeah. And it was very. Yeah. And that was before it got really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we lost Connie to cancer earlier this year is what I'm making reference to. And uh, management was like, ask her if she wants to do that. And, and she did. She just wasn't. Yeah. You know, they weren't pushy. Sweet, sweet D may be a boosh, but he's not like a boosh yeah. like that. <laughs> he loved Connie. So. All right. Sorry. I thought I was going to die. Okay. I apologize if I threw off your schedules. I totally. I'm serious. I didn't really think I was going to die, but I'm like, I'm something's <laughs> happening. I used to have a giant bump on my head from a racquetball injury. Yeah. It's gone now. Yeah. Remember how I was going to have surgery? Yes. On it? Yeah. They canceled the surgery. I never had it. <laughs> So I've been waiting for this blood vessel to just explode in my head. Seriously, swear to God. Uh, let's talk about kids that steal. That'll cheer me up. <laughs> a four-year-old boy out of Brooklyn with a bit of a sweet tooth got a hold out. He went a little overboard when he ordered. This is a true story. Oh! Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Steve, you have a kid. Have you seen SpongeBob SquarePants popsicles? Uh, no, we've gotten SpongeBob Gogurts, though. Okay, they have popsicles. Mm-hmm. And this kid, these are totally non refundable when you order them. Okay. Got online. He's four. Oh my gosh, how many did he order? How much money do you think this guy spent? Oh no. 20 we- grand. No, it's not that bad. Okay. Christine? Uh, on this is on uh, square SpongeBob popsicles. You said yeah, SpongeBob SquarePants popsicles. I'm gonna say six hundred and thirteen dollars and twenty eight cents. That's exactly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you had it, didn't you? Got she? Did you see her get cocky? Yeah, she, was she like, did. I was like, yeah. man, I nailed that. Three thousand dollars. Oh wow. Of SpongeBob SquarePants popsicles. Oof. Now the family posted up there. And they're like, we uh. So, yeah, 
We have SpongeBob SquarePants popsicles if anybody wants one. We have $3,000 worth. We can't really afford it, but whatever. And the neighbors started to go fund me and got them all their money back. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you making that up? True story. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's the, that is when GoFundMe is used for, uh, used for good instead of evil, in my opinion. And since if you're a fan of SpongeBob SquarePants, are you a fan of Machine Gun Kelly? What's the biggest story about Machine Gun Kelly in the past year? Uh, him dating uh, Megan Fox. Exactly. Stealing Brian Austin Green's wife from him. <laughs> Possibly. Here's Machine Gun Kelly singing that song. Absorbing in yellow and pores to see. Drop on the something and something you wish. The drop on the deck and something like a fish. Ready, SpongeBob SquarePants. There you go. Did that <laughs> make your day? MGK. Yeah, did that make that made your day? I'm sure of it. Okay. Who is the best person you know? We're gonna do that before 7:30. Looking at the clock, my near-death experience made me realize Christinology is coming up. Text question of the day: What is the best piece of advice that your mother ever gave you? Christine's mom said. Boy, you vague, Christine. Here's the deal. Be good to people and enjoy your life. Honey, you only live at once. Mm-hmm. Hamburger. She was like, Mom, that's weird that you're saying hamburger. Steve's, uh, why, uh, Steve's mother said uh, recently, Stephen, calm down. She's only three. <laughs> okay. Talking about his child, not yes. his wife. Yeah, which really confused Christine and I earlier. We were like, your wife? And then uh, my mom's was all about, you know, be a sweetie, wipe the seedy. If, yeah. you sp- if you sprinkle when you tinkle, be a sweetie, wipe the CD, is what she said. But she spoke British. Not everybody speaks British, so I don't know if you'd understand it. Yeah. If you sprinkle, That's exactly how it sounded, too. <laughs> that is, that is. That is the brain of Mama Calloway. All right, Christine, are you ready to uh, dazzle us a little bit with Christineology? Hopefully. This is going to be a unique one, I think. Steve, you missed a juicer on... Uh, Tuesday. It was good. Did I? Oh. Yes. Fish said it was one of his favorites. Yeah, Ooh. it's true. It's true. And it was about nothing. It literally was about nothing. <laughs> nice topic right there. Christinology. Let's go. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand Christine? There are certain things in life that are legal, but totally shouldn't be. Leaving shopping carts and parking lots, pineapple pizza, and waking up stupid early. Since joining the morning show, people have asked me how I like it, and my reply is always the same. I love it, but I will never get used to waking up early. It's the worst. Before this job, I thought 8 a.m. was early. Now try 4 a.m. Before this, I thought the worst thing was when a hot shower turns cold. But no, the worst thing is actually waking up at 4 a.m. How is it even natural as humans to wake up that early? My body and brain can barely function, and even my cat will look at me when I begrudgingly roll out of bed with squinted eyes like, why are you up, human? My fellow Americans, no couple should have to sleep divorce due to opposite schedules. No person should have to contemplate getting fired just to sleep in a couple of extra hours. If I were president, I would make it a law that no one will be forced to wake up before 7 a.m. Unless you so choose to. Ahem. People who bike ride at 4.30 a.m. Ahem. Anyway, if I were president, no company or business would be allowed to start operations until 8 a.m. or later. The exception would obviously be the businesses that have to operate 24-7. Otherwise, everyone gets to sleep in and on good pillows. That's right. If I'm your president, everyone gets a new pillow and not the cheap kind either. 
If I'm your president, this show would then be on from 8 a.m. to noon. I could put some effort into looking cute again, and Fish wouldn't have to ask his wife for permission to rub my oculars again. Vote for sleep, vote for me. I'm Christine, and I approve this message. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, straight up out of the giddy up, Alicia said that uh, I don't have to ask her for permission for anything I want to do to you, which just throw Mm, that out there. Anything? Yeah, just throw that out there. Uh, From this point forward. But that all being said... What, what what did you think of that Christineology, Steve? I'm going to vote forever who you're running against. Yeah. <laughs> if those are your major points. Because, first off, in Christine's brain, she truly believes, and I, and I think she does, that if she were president, she could control big business. Yeah, no. Not the other way around. Like, she truly believes that she could control big business and... That she could fix the my pillow guy. I know, right? Yeah. And he would give us all the pillows. <laughs> you need you get a pillow. It'd be like Oprah Winfrey with the cars. Yep. Yes, it would. You, you get, get a pillow. pillow. You get a pillow. Exactly. What you need? Three more pillows? Three more pillows for you. Okay. Well, Christine, you're gonna this you're gonna love this next one. Are you the best person you know? Yes. That's, okay. Christine, there was a survey that came out recently and it, it just it's motivational, kind of like a motivational. We're not going to name it. Not everything needs a name. A motivational minute, right? But a motivational thing, like you're smart enough, you're cute enough. I deserve good things. I am entitled to my share of happiness. I refuse to beat myself up. <laughs> I am an attractive person. I am fun to be with because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people, people like, like me. me. According to a new survey, almost half of Americans... Almost 50% of people that live in our country say that when asked, who is the best person that you know, they say me. I am the best person I know. That is hilarious. Now, you instinctively, when I've asked you off the air, even you were like, Christine, but who is the best? You were like, me, me. But in all honesty, are you the best person you know? No. Are you the best person? A step further, by the way, 81% of Americans also feel that humankind is inherently good and three out of four believe that they're fundamentally a good person. But again, almost half of people think, Steve, are you the best person you know? No, I'm not. Okay, who is the best? Oh, God. We Hold already on. know the answer. Yeah, well, let's let him answer it, though. It's his time. I was going to say my mom. Yeah, oh. Your mom is pretty amazing. She is. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I thought you would say your wife, but your mom is a good answer. Mm-hmm. His wife came in seventh. She came in second. <laughs> oh, so I, have a, I have a list. Yes. It sounded like seven. But it was really second. <laughs> All right. Rando text, no message over Apple. We're going to do that right now. OMG. Rando Texto, Messageo via Apo, free downloado in Apo Storo. Rando Texto's all random things going on in your life. Like this one. I need help from the click of six. My husband and I are going on a trip in a few months. A friend, we'll call him Greg, is also coming. The three of us are all friends with Becky, fake name. Long story short, she is going on the trip as well. Not all, we all enjoy short visits with her, but after a few hours, she gets on our nerves. None of us want her to go on the trip because we know it will not be as fun with her tagging along. However, we don't know how to politely tell her not to come. We don't want to crush her feelings. Greg and my husband told Becky about the trip, thinking I would like her to come so I wouldn't be the only female, 
which I actually don't mind being the only girl. I was only okay with her coming because I thought Greg, who's single, was interested in her. He actually isn't. But once we realized she annoyed us all and none of us wanted her there, it was too late because she had already made plans to come along. Is there any way, any way to uninvite her? <laughs> now I know right away, honestly. WWCD, what would Connie do? We lost Connie earlier this year to cancer. Remember, the Click of Six actually just kind of got back on a normal schedule. And I just found out today. Oh, wow. So, uh, and, they, and they sent us a, a really beautiful message. So, I just wanted to let you know, thank you for the message. And uh, in this situation, don't you just suck it up, Steve? Yes. I think you kind of have to. I did something similar in college where someone texted me. I didn't have their phone number saved. And they asked what we were doing tonight. And so, I was just like, oh, whatever. We're going to this bar. And they show up. And it was this person that no one in the group liked. <laughs> uh, we just had to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> is your time worth it with the devil's advocate with the honesty christine i mean you're not gonna this person is not gonna have it what, what's the fake name they gave her becky becky is the fake name oh my god becky <laughs> uh you're not gonna have as much fun with her there and everybody else is gonna be irritated by it right so why don't you just be honest and burn the friendship because you're done you're gonna burn it like, it's if, done. if you go on the trip, you mean it's going to be burned. No, like if you want to invite her from the trip, oh, she yeah. will not be your friend. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm totally with Steve on this one. You have to suck it up. Like, oops for all of you. I don't understand why your friend Greg and your husband didn't ask you first if they could invite Becky on the trip. Just making assumptions. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you got to go on the trip. And you know what? Maybe on the trip you all get kind of tipsy. You know, alcohol lowers inhibition. So then you can be maybe a little honest and tell her, hey, we love you, but this, stop doing this. I think at some point, her annoyances, you're going to have to let her know about them. Becky is 34 years old and on the phone with us. This is a fake name, Becky, that we gave the member of the Click of uh, Six that messaged in, Becky. So it's not about you. Just so you know. I, I figured that out. Okay. <laughs> what, do you, but, um, what do you think? Well, I think she should just say, this, this is not going to work out for you guys. Like just burn the bridge? Torch it? Yeah, pretty much. Torch yeah. the friendship or torch the vacation? Well, uh, friendship. Oh, wow. Yeah, don't you cancel. You're ruthless, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Becky got game. All right, you can message the show. You can call via the phone, obviously, a message via the app. Somebody said, I frequently uninvited people by telling them that plans were up in the air or we may cancel. Most people don't like uncertainty, LOL. Oh, so tell them, we may or may not go. Yeah, like, this is, again, set this up for us real quick, Christine. This rando text that we got from a member of the Click of Six. Yeah, so a woman, uh her husband and their friend Greg, who's single, are all going on a trip. But the husband and Greg invited Becky, thinking the woman who messaged us wouldn't want to oh. be the only female on the trip. And she's like, no, I'm actually cool with it. She, and then at first she thought Becky was invited because Greg was into her. Turns out all of them find this woman annoying and they're like, I mean, she, we won't have as much fun with her on the trip. Is it too late? How do we uninvite her? Right. <laughs> You know, just don't invite her. I, it, the more I think about it, why why don't you just say, look, I mean, the, the, do you want to lie to her? Is she worth a lie? Like saying the, the trip may be canceled. Most people don't like uncertainty, like the member of the click. Yeah, yeah. Just say, if you're all annoyed by her, why is she in your life? Like, I was kind of wondering that, too. You know, just clean it out. Just clean out your closet a little bit. Spring clean it. 
she's you know a dress that you don't want to wear anymore and it's not retro right just just get rid of it you know let's go to a member of the click of six here what do you think what would you do i would be completely blunt you'd be blind tell it oh blunt yep just yeah we made a mistake same <laughs> okay and then just move on move on yeah life's too short man you can't you can't let you can't let douchebaggery enter your, your realm. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I like that. I like Dude, that slogan. <laughs> I got a question for you. Just a real quick question for you, if you don't mind. No problem, sir. All right. Do you work at a bakery? No, I do not. Do you? Okay. So I just had a feeling that you had to wake up every day and maybe bake something. <laughs> no, actually, I I had a bad night and I called in sick. And I'm drinking beer in my car listening to you guys. We do have something. Oh, brother, I love you, man. I'm sorry about your bad night, though. Yeah, I feel better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I just, you know what I was thinking, right? Yeah, okay. Christine's on cloud nine right now because of this rando texto. Rando texto message via Apo free download on the Apo store. Christine on cloud nine, just looking at some of the responses we're getting from this woman who has a fake friend. This is not a real name. The fake name for her friend that she gave is Becky. Yes. Yeah, so the woman who messaged us, her, her husband, and their friend fake name Greg are all going on a trip. Well, Becky accidentally got invited. And turns out none of them actually want her there because they think she's annoying and the trip won't be as fun. Now they're wondering, like, what do we do? Is it too late? Uh, can we uninvite her somehow? Um, and we got a lot of responses that are in, like, said in this type of way in some shape or form. Okay. How about as adults, why don't you try and be honest? There's no reason <laughs> to lie for any reason. Hashtag grow up or not in high school. <laughs> I mean, this is a little bit of a bullying situation. I saw one message that said something. You know, really? You guys sound a little bit like bullies that you're not letting someone come play with you on your vacation. So we also, someone said, aside from just canceling the whole trip for whatever reason, I don't think there's a way to uninvite her without t- without hurting her feelings. But if all three of you really don't like her, maybe this is your out. Someone else said, just tell her. I would hate if I tagged along and people secretly hated me. I would feel so stupid. Be honest. You can tell her without being mean. Yes, it might hurt her feelings, but it won't last forever. Some people said, fake cancel it and then actually go on the trip. Oh, that is the worst. Because <laughs> then you can't post pictures or anything. Yep. No, not... Oh, oh, my God. Did you catch that? Yeah. <laughs> but you can't get your so shot. You can't. <laughs> your social media. No, but that too, Christine, I guess. But if she finds out, and she will, if you fa- if oh, they yeah. cancel. I don't think you should do that. She will definitely find out. You have two options. Actually be super blunt and tell her you're not invited or... Um, Make like have her go on the trip, or actually, what this guy said. Okay. Is I think he probably has the best idea. All right. He said it's too late. Just put the bug in Becky's ear that Greg likes her. Get them both drunk and leave them alone. The rest of it will work out. Will work out on its own. <laughs> there it is. Beautiful. And maybe they fall in love, and maybe 
since none of you have the stones, if you will. Yeah. The stones in your brain with the, you know what I'm saying, cojones. Yes. yes. Maybe Greg, after they hook up and fall in love with each other, will say, here's the problem that people have with you. Yeah. You know, why don't you just sit down with your friend and say, look, man, I, I don't even know if we're friends anymore. You're kind of a boosh. Yeah, you know, now you're going to be the boosh in that situation. Yeah, I, exactly. Don't have her go. It's that simple. It's your time. It's your life. Do what you want. Clean the basket out. Get rid of the dust, man. Connie, we met. Somebody said, uh, texted in and said, WWCD, what would Connie do? Connie, who we lost earlier this year to uh, cancer, uh, years ago, cleaned out her friends list. Yeah. Not unsocial, mm-hmm. where you just delete people who don't interact with your page, and that's your excuse. She was like, no. Oh. Like, look, man, we're not really good friends. Like, we don't talk enough, and you're kind of blank. Yeah. You know, so then also, by the way, your friends that do make it through that cleanup feel more special. Yeah. And maybe become better friends. That's true. That's wisdom. That's what that is, Christine. Wisdom. (laughs) Yes. Brought to you by Fish. Wisdom. There you go. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Now look, I know some most of the weird stories come out of Florida. Yes. Fact, like mm-hmm. you, like there, there are people that do what we do for a living all over the world that do Florida news or only in Florida or whatever. It's, it's typically like Florida and then a little bit of Ohio. It's really what it is. So this is a good story. An organ recipient named Jeff is doing well and thriving a year after getting his second kidney transplant. From a Florida couple. So here's what happened. 16. Well, let's let Brian talk. Uh, let's talk a little. Here we go. Hold on. But the fact that my, my husband didn't take him with him and he gave him to somebody else was a healing process and stuff for us in and of itself. Ever since then, we was, we've just kept in touch for the last 14 years, you know. And then Jeff called me and he's like, oh, I really hate to tell you this, but the kidney's failing. And I'm like, oh, well. It's just kind of funny, Jeff, because I've actually been thinking about this, that I need to be a a living donor. So what do I got to do? So here's what happened. The guy dies, her husband, and Jeff gets the kidney from the dude. Mm -hmm. And when he called up and said, "Eh, well, his kidney's failing, I just thought I'd let you know. Well, let's see if we're a match. I'll give you mine. So now she and her husband, sadly, who passed 16 years ago, have both given the same guy one kidney. Wow. That's really cool. It's pretty awesome. Like, I don't know. Like, if he called me, I'd be like, well... I mean, what'd you do to it to make it die in 16 years? Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's a long time, but I don't know if I'm going to hook you up. You're going to do, what are you, you're going to call me and ask for the other one in, like, five more years or something? Like, what the crap are you doing? Getting older, this stuff doesn't work the same. And they'll probably ask for another body part or something. There you go. A different organ. Like, what else you got? What are, <laughs> Can I have an eyeball? Hey, Jeff, what do you need? You need a leg, Jeff? You want an arm? Yeah. What am I, uh... The fishing turkey over here? Okay, uh, let's talk about animals. Uh, authorities in northern Wales, which is a part of you know the United mm-hmm. Kingdom, were called in for a rescue when a climber heard cries in the distance. It turns out these cries <laughs> were a bunch, a herd of local mountain goats. But they sounded so much like humans <laughs> that he thought humans were in trouble. That's so funny. I bet they were happy to see it was just goats. Yeah, but find then out. you go through all that work, you get the chopper out, and you're all like, we're going to go save humans, and all. it's just a herd of... <laughs> Heard of goats. Okay. <laughs> Finally, let's have a little bit of a conversation here about your job interview skills, okay? Maybe some of us are looking to change it up a little bit. Maybe you did that pandemic thing. You worked from home. You kind of sucked it up for a while. And now you're like, all right, time to move on to my next adventure. 
But you want to be ready for those job interviews. You got to make sure you have the skill, S-K-I-L-L-Z, the skills to get it done right. So a woman in L.A. recently tweeted out a picture of the quote, most bizarre question she'd ever seen on a job application. And this thing is going viral. And I don't know, and I start thinking, like, what are the weirdest interview questions or job application questions I've ever experienced, right? Like, I mean, mine have always been pretty normal. I mean, Disney was weird, but when I interviewed there, but really it wasn't too weird. Right. Like this. You've been given an elephant. You can't give it away or sell it. What do you do with the elephant? She had to fill this out on an application. Weird. You're given an elephant, Christine. You can't give it away or sell it. What do you, and I don't know what the job was for. What would you do with that elephant? I'd take care of it and I'd keep it and I'd find some place to shelter it. I don't know. Where do you keep an elephant? That's, I mean, <laughs> My backyard's not big enough for that. <laughs> there's, there's psychology involved in this. There really is. There's a reason. I would love to say I have a pet elephant. Okay, so you are going to have a pet elephant and somehow illegally house an elephant in your home. That's your answer. I, I'd figure out a way to. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> Maybe meet with a sanctuary or that, build one in my backyard. Okay, so you're building one in your backyard. So the elephant's going to be with you. You've been given an elephant. Yes. You can't give it away or sell it. Yes. You can't give it away or sell it. Yeah, I'll just okay. get the help of building a sanctuary. What do you think, Steve? Uh, I would probably put it in my backyard and charge people to take pictures with it and to ride it. And what would you do with the money? Feed the elephant because it costs a lot. <laughs> and that's also a Simpsons episode. Oh, nice. Just <laughs> uh, a lot of people on this thread, again, they were asked, this one was asked in a job interview. You, you can't give it away. You can't sell it. You were given an elephant. What do you do with the elephant? One person said, I love this idea. Uh, open a business where you hire the elephant out for events. Yeah. yeah. You can't give it away or sell it, but you could hire it out for events. It shows that you think outside the box. It shows that you are coming up with different ideas to generate revenue for a business. Mm -hmm. That's why they asked this question. Somebody else said, uh, unfortunately, I can no longer work here. Raising this elephant is my full-time job. We're going to travel from town to town solving mysteries with my elephant. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Uh, Somebody else said to the question, you've been given an elephant. This was on a job application. Been given an elephant. You can't give it away or sell it. What do you do with the elephant? Somebody else said, give me the job or I will sit the elephant on your car and not let it move. <laughs> I mean, just different fun ways. But if you have gotten, if you've ever, think of the weirdest question you've ever been asked in a job interview, go ahead and text it to us or message us via the app. Be a part of the show. Hit. We're about to uh, go into naughty mommies of the 90s, Christine. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah, that's going to happen here in just a few minutes. Christine's got a story to share with us. It's something that we started (laughs) because Mother's Day is coming up. And I was doing a story on Monday, Steve, and there was a uh, uh, just a naughty mommy in the story, really. We we should have Christine do stories every day this week for that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, leading up to Mother's Day of naughty mommies of now. Naughty. And MJ called up and MJ was like, do it from the 90s. They're weirder. And then a bunch of people messaged in and they all voted for Naughty Mommy of the 90s. So that's what we've been doing these past couple of days. The click of six decided the direction of the show. By the way, the click of six is what we call the click of six people that listen to the show. Management said, this was even before Connie passed in January. Management said, no more than six people would ever want to listen to this crap show. And I quote. So click of six is why it's called that. Christine, we uh, were asking about weird questions in a job interview, but based on time constraints, I need you to choose two or three tops. Okay. Um, 
We got this one that says, hold on, let me pull it up because it was good. She, she was right. I thought she was right. <laughs> uh, if you were a vegetable, which would you be and why? Another one was huh. if you could give your this job to a celebrity, who would you give it to and why? Scarlett Johansson, Christine Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> For obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, duh. Oh my God. So, Christine, Naughty Mommies of the 90s. That's right. Has become pretty fascinating this week. Yeah, and today's is going to be a name that the majority of you are going to know. Okay. So, she was known as a teacher, wife, mother of four. Eventually, she became the woman who had an affair with her student. And Mary- I'm talking about Mary Kay Letourneau. Yes. Yes. So yeah, I, I with this this one was a little different because it isn't something she directly did to her kids, but it still <laughs> ru- like ruined her kids' lives. Yeah. So um, she was a sixth grade teacher in Washington, and she had a very naughty relationship with her 13 year old student, mind you, when she was 34. <sighs> So, I know. Yeah. What makes that even more weird, guys, is she also had, had him as a student when he was in second grade. Ugh. This happened when he was in sixth. Like, how weird. Yeah. So, um, she pled guilty in 97, and while awaiting sentencing, she gave birth in jail to his first daughter. Oh, wow. They settled for six months in jail. She was not allowed to have contact with him forever. But fast forward three months uh, later, Police caught her in a car with him, so she was sent back to jail, and the judge was like, mm-mm, maximum of seven and a half years. Eight months later, she had their second daughter while she was still in oh jail. During that time, her husband divorced her. This happened in 99. Yeah, He divorced think? her, got custody of all four of their kids. All, for a total, she was in jail. Wait, from- wait, wait, hold on. Now, this, here's some stuff I didn't know about Mary Kay Letourneau, yeah. which is why I kind of got excited that you were going to talk about it. Uh, other than the fact that it's completely whacked out, uh, she, her ex-husband, she got custody of all four kids, like the ones that she gave to birth. He got custody of all of them. Even the ones with the students? N- n- oh no, I'm okay. not sure. Do they just go to the state at that point because she's in jail I and think he's his parents? His parents jumped, did. Up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. I think it went to his. Uh, yeah, his parents were taking care of him. Okay. So for, she was in jail total 98 to 2004. She got out. They got married in 2005 because she found some illegality because he was 21 at this point to be yeah, like, she can marry well, him. let's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they got married in 2005, but then separated in 2019. And then if you remember, last year she ended up passing from colon cancer at 58. Which but, is, uh, it's sad when anybody loses their yeah. life, but I mean, what a uh, horrifically well, bad person. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she, like like I said, one of the biggest scandals of the 90s. So oh, yeah. today's Naughty Mommy Award of the, uh, of the 90s goes to Mary Kay Letourneau. Okay, now that is the weirdest one you've done all week. It's Steve's first day back on the I know, show. I am like, is there, were they all like this? Yeah, actually, the one yesterday was pretty weird, too. It was too. a party yesterday, though. It was, at least it was a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. It wasn't about teachers and kids, so there you go. <laughs> okay. As far as Mother's Day goes, I think it's important to have a moment with your mother if it's possible this weekend Mm -hmm. and give them the what's up yeah agree the text question of the day today what is the best piece of advice that your mom gave you 41 percent of people say they're going to see their mom this weekend for mother's day unlike last year right Mm -hmm. 29 percent say they'll talk on the phone 16 percent will at least video chat 14 percent will only text 
their mother on Mother's Day. But they get, the mom hopefully gave you great advice. And Christine, that's what we've seen today via the click of six people that listen to the show. And maybe you can take this piece of advice and run with, run with it yourself or share it with somebody else. Hamburger. If at first you don't succeed, do it how your mommy told you. <laughs> that is number one right there. There we go. Mine's just like Steve's. Uh, Steve, what did your mom do again? My mom said she's only three, referring to my daughter after I was complaining about her not listening. Well, sometimes kids just puke, is what this mother said. <laughs> it happens, move on, and don't dwell on it. Now, think about that when they're 16, and not vomit, but just in general. Yeah. Sometimes mistakes happen. Mm-hmm. You all right? Hopefully make it a uh, learning lesson. Never go to bed angry. Haste makes waste. As an artist, this has been something I remember and I think about very much. Nice. Don't walk down dark alleys. I have a hard time. So Connie, who we lost earlier this year to cancer, uh, and I, she and I used to park together and then walk into work together. I have a hard time with Christine not parking in the same place as me and we don't walk in together, but you're an adult and you can do what you want. Yes. Yeah, like she actually, we park in a different area and a homeless person approached you last week and was asked, or someone was asking you for something. Yeah. Money or something. And it was, <laughs> yeah. And I said, yeah. are you ready to park by me now? And you're like, I'm an independent woman. Yeah, I was like, that's what I got pepper spray for. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hopefully you don't have to use it, though. The grass isn't always greener on the other side is an answer for today's text question of the day. What is the best piece of advice your mother has given you? Top five-ish. Let's kick right into it here, guys, based on time constraints. Kill them with kindness. Think before you act, a mother said. Mm-hmm. Pick your battles. Ham mm-hmm. burger. Yeah. When I was 13 and being bullied about my weight and looks, I'm very to- I was very tomboyish. My mom stood me in front of a full-length mirror and she said, Listen here. Listen here, beautiful girl. Do you like what you see? And I said, Well, I guess, Mom. And she said, Then it does not matter what anyone else says or thinks. No. I love that. Great yeah. advice. Are you going to cry, Steve? Yeah, a little bit. Weirdo. <laughs> uh, let's go to number five. What is the biggest or what is the best piece of advice your mother has given you? Don't come looking for me unless one of you is dead or bleeding. What? <laughs> <laughs> number f- I thought that was funny. That is a great one. Number four is don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff. And number three. What is the best piece of advice your mother has given you? Guys, I was raised by my dad, and after my mom left, and my dad's best advice was, honey, don't be anything like your mother. (laughs) Okay. They followed that with LOL. Number two. What is the best piece of advice your mother has given you? I just saw number one, Christine. Nice. Uh, She told me to make sure I enjoy vacations when you are able to go instead of waiting till you retire. It's so true. Mm -hmm. Someone else that would have said that uh, before she passed was Connie. Yep. Yep. Fact. All right. (laughs) Warning pig, Steve. Oink, oink, oink. Number one. What is the best piece of advice your mother has given you? If it has tires or testicles, it's bound to give you trouble. <laughs> okay. Really, Mom? Really? Smart Mommy. Okay. Or just really? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Text question of the day. We'll get it on the website. So I had a guy's weekend this past weekend. Yeah. And I was hanging out with my friends, and I'm going to, I don't know, let's say Bob, Steve, and Rob. I don't know. Like, I wanted to give them fake names because of what I'm about to tell you. So, we're all hanging out. One of them was my friend Marino. This is not about Marino. 
One of them is my friend Marino that Christine has met. Mm-hmm. We're hanging out this weekend, and we're at a, we're at an establishment, a bar. It's raining a little bit, but they have an outside patio that was covered, and we're sitting at a table. Under, underneath the giant outside covering is an attractive woman and an older gentleman. And when we sat underneath there, we were like, hey, are you guys safe? COVID? Like, do you mind that we sit here? We weren't that close to them, but right. you know, you just want to be yeah. polite. They're like, oh my God, have fun. Yeah, we're leaving in a few anyway. Okay. So we started having a conversation, me and you the You and your boys. Yeah, and one of them is newly divorced. And he and his buddy that like, they came together. Yeah. And then Marino and I met up with him. And he and his buddy are talking, and his buddy's like, oh, God, he's going to get into what he, what he lost in the divorce. And he starts listing off all the things that he, because he just wanted to call it an equal split and whatever, and that he's, like, just moved out, and she gets the house, she gets all the things. Prenup. She got, she got all this stuff, right? <laughs> and, and he, now in hindsight, is like, time he was okay with it, now in hindsight, he's a little bit like, ah, let's call that guy Bob. Yeah. All right? Okay. So as Bob is telling the story, I look over, and because I'm busting his chops, I'm like, pick a pick something that might be pricey, like a vehicle or anything. Pick whatever you want. A okay. Tesla. Okay, that's yeah. a lot. Okay, that's too much, maybe. But okay, a Tesla. So wait, you gave the the brand new Tesla? Like you just signed that over, and you're driving a 1997 Toyota, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, what are you, what? And his friend's like, dude, why are you getting him worked up? I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but why would you? I just don't. You couldn't wrap your mind like, around at it. At least split it. Take a, 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 he's like, yeah, I just wanted it in. And he's like, I'm really regretting it. Fish, you're making it worse. He's like, what are you rubbing this in? And all of a sudden. Fish, you're making it worse. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, <laughs> we hear this. <laughs> and it's them, the people next to us. They had been dipping. Dipping in your combo. I blow on the old uh, mental skin of the old ginger ninja and I <laughs> dust it off. Uh huh. I might have some fun with these people. Like, so hey, what's your guys' story? I caught you dipping. They're like, yeah. She's like, she's like this is my dad, and I'm. Uh, he he went through a divorce with my mom years ago, and she kind of cleaned him out, and so and he's you know my mom and I are still friends, but he's my guy, and you know yeah. and we're just catching up, and I'm moving new. I'm moving to the area. And, uh, you know, I'm actually just, uh, my boyfriend and I are going to move to the area. So, you know, we were just going to, yeah, we were just kind of dipping and sorry about that. So I say to her, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a little bit of fun. She's got a boyfriend. I'm safe, right? We're safe. She's safe. Like, what are you? I dust off the flirting game. And I used to do this all the time with Connie, who we lost earlier this year to cancer, when we would go out and it worked all the time. Like, what are you, like 27 years old? Of course. She's like, yeah, I'm, actually, I am 27. Like, what, have you been with that guy like four and a half years? Yeah, yesterday, it was four and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that's Funny. weird that it was four and a half years. I'm like, what do you got to, like, what does he do? Is he in some kind of, uh, uh, you just don't seem that excited. So what is he in kind of a, like a weird, boring job, but it's kind of cool? What is he, an engineer or something? Yeah, he is an engineer. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God. And the guys are cracking up because they had all hung out with me and seen it before. Yeah. And here's the question I want to ask. Like, Steve, I think the answer is going to be no. But, Christine, would you still take that opportunity to sharpen up your flirting game, even though there's no payout, if you were in yeah. a situation like me? Yeah. Why and it's not the heck bad not? that I did. It's not like I totally hooked up with her or anything. No, no. I mean, it's so, like, 
innocent. Yeah, what I you're mean, saying. It, was, it was relatively innocent. She did have that sparkle in her eye. There's that moment when you know you got him. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're, if pardon the pun, but if you're fishing. Yeah, and then know? and then you leave the night, and then they think about you, and it's like, hmm, wonder whatever happened to them. I did actually say that. No, you didn't. I did actually say that. I think I said, you'll think about me next time you're into No, I didn't say that. <laughs> that would be so weird. You ready to get funky? Have a good day at work. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car. All up in your face, radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Good what kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up.